0: Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Raina. And each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas, mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with Welcome back to RAD, everyone. We're hitting it with episode 49 today with a hot topic that we've actually been trying to pursue and record for you and share our thoughts about for, honestly, ladies, like what is it, the last six weeks or something? Several weeks. Several (laughs) weeks. I mean, it has been busy um, transitioning through seasons, and we thought that this was going to be a really interesting topic as soon as I saw it. And so, you know, ladies, I want to share a little bit about it with you again, just to refresh your your memory and to all of our listeners we'd love to hear what you think as well but i was on gary v's instagram page and if you know if you don't know who gary vaynerchuk is he's definitely worth the check out he is uh an incredible author inspirational speaker entrepreneur i mean jack of all trades really and only has gotten better with age because i discovered him um you know maybe eight years ago and and reading some of his books and things like that and i've just continued to enjoy his evolution and right now you know he's He's made a post recently within the last four weeks or so that I thought really resonated with a, a with a lot of how people have been feeling lately. And it's that difficulty with getting momentum, that difficulty with revving the engine, feeling inspired and kickstarting a way to, um, I don't know, maybe push something forward in their life that has felt stagnant for a while. And this topic that he mentioned was about procrastination. And the caption to his post was, and and the essence of his post was basically that your laziness is trying to tell you something, that there's actually information and self-reflection involved in the things that you are lazy about, that you put off, that you procrastinate over. Um, Basically thinking, like what his thinking is don't think of it as you're being lazy whenever you find yourself in that you know quotation lazy moment but rather think of it as like an indication of what you do and who you are and why you do it and also maybe why you don't do it because that's information that you can use to then make a change or find out a little bit more about yourself and just the comment section was so powerful and I would love to dive into this you know Has there ever been a point in your life where you've felt uninspired or maybe even lazy, like you could not get yourself up to do the things that are on the to-do list? And that to-do list is a list that you've just had carrying over week to week with the same shit that you keep bringing over from every week that you never get done. At what point does that laziness or procrastination actually mean that maybe that thing isn't actually something you want to do? Or do you think that maybe... Gary, Gary's perspective has nuances and ins and outs. And what are your thoughts on the thought of laziness and it trying to tell you something about yourself? Can we watch or listen to the video? Can we play the audio? Um, We can't, can't, but we can definitely link it up in our rad stories so that our listeners can get like the way more in-depth detail of him explaining this. But if I could give like, just, you know, Um, The the crib sheet of it is that he's basically saying when he was a kid, he would spend hours buying stuff for really, really cheap and was so freaking eager and passionate about selling it for more on eBay and flipping it. And basically that was his entrance into entrepreneurship at such a young age. But at the same age when he should have been in school and he was a teenager, he also really fucking hated school and failed and always was one of those kids who got really awful Cards. And so for him, it showed him that his inclination to entrepreneurship revealed itself really young. And that didn't mean that he wasn't uh, a worthwhile student. It just meant the things that he was lazy about when it came to schoolwork were never his path. And so that was one of the examples that he gave. So you know, if you find inherent deep happiness to get, you know, up in the car at 4am to go find objects that you can then sell and flip for more cash on eBay, does that mean that that's your passion versus I really don't want to go to school today. I hate sitting in the classroom. English doesn't interest me. What does that mean to you basically?
1: But do you think he had those days where 4 a.m. was just like, oh my God, I don't want to have to like get up that early tomorrow. You know what I mean? Even though I love what I do. And that's where I kind of went with it is like, I love my job, but there are things that I have to do in my job that I will definitely be like, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. But you know what I mean? So I don't know if it's for me, I don't see it as laziness. I see it as my priorities are off, maybe.
0: Okay. So for you, it's more of like a priority thing in the sense of, it's not that I don't want to do this. It's not that I'm not eager to do this at some point. It's just that right now something else has my full attention
1: or a lack of know-how, right? Like we all work our business and we've also kind of explored, like, we should do this and we should do that. And we like, you know, branching out and doing the different things. And I find myself really paralyzed with that, where it's like, if someone just told me, step by step what to do i could find my excitement and i could find my motivation every single day but i think it's the also that piece of like lack of direction too you know what mm, i mean do you agree yeah.
2: i agree but i'm also wondering like exactly what does he mean by self awareness because me not wanting to make my bed or do my dishes is kind of like a comment like that I'm sorry (laughs) but I'm a busy mom and the dishes may have to wait and it's not me being lazy it's just me being not wanting to do that and giving my attention to other things but I'm wondering what do you guys think about the word self-awareness in this situation because I think that it's a bit of a cop-out when you link it to laziness because there's so much in this kind of Um, self-development world where I feel we're giving people an out and this may be a bit controversial and maybe people aren't going to like to hear this, but it's like, oh, you guys, I just don't want to do my workout. I just, well, wait a second. Maybe I don't like doing my workout. Well, then I don't have to. I'm actually being self-aware. I don't know if I'm linking this (laughs) properly. Um, I don't want to, you know, work hard at school. I'm sorry, but like there are things that you do need to do that teaches you perseverance, that teaches you to overcome the things that you don't like, that, you know, sorry, you gotta double down sometimes and set some boundaries and some limits and, and go after the things you want even when it's mentally really fatiguing and tired, there is a list that we make, right? Like I make a checklist. I go, okay, here's the things I need to do. Half of them I don't want to do. Right. Half of them I'm like, oh, boo, boo, (laughs) boo, boo. I do not want to do any of these. And if I take a step back and I go, well, let's examine this list. Actually, maybe I just need to be more self-aware. And those are telling me I don't want to, I feel like I'm giving myself an excuse Right. Which the other which I'm actually surprised because Gary V is very shut the f up and make some moves like that's and the way that shit. I, yeah. and do your shit like that's the way I view Gary V so I'm surprised that he's got a bit of a self-awareness which I'm here for I just I don't know Linked to laziness I think people could take it and make excuses
0: well, I, that's, that's really one of the um, common comments within the thread of this video. But I will say that I don't think he's not, I don't think he's saying don't get after it because he's clearly saying get after the thing that inspires the shit out of you and lights you up in big ways. Like he's saying, Take But make
1: sure it lights you up. Yeah, but make sure it lights
0: you up, right? And so what's funny is that the comments, Ali, are saying a lot of what you just said too, but they're both, like it's very split. Like some of them are like, look, our our mind and our body and our energy, like they give us cues, they tell us things. And honestly, I personally agree with that. I know in my body when something is really, really not aligned for me. I, I mean, I've spent years trying to hone that in, but I think innately I've just always been like that. And so I agree with that sense of, look, Your body's trying to tell you something and there's a difference between i really hate having to like pay my bills or take the garbage out or you know cook for supper time for the kids versus this job is crushing my soul and i need to find something different like i think there's and then that's the other thing is that the other side of the of the comments are like yeah but gary there's some shit you need to do whether you like it or not so where does this fit and that was that's, I think, where all of us have, you know, a little bit of um, awareness that this is a really nuanced statement, that laziness means that, that you should be ditching all the things that don't feel right for you. Because what I will say, too, is that I have been in the position where I have carried stuff over from month to month, a to-do list item, a life to-do list, like There was somebody in my life a few years ago who was like, you must teach classes. You must go teach live classes. You're so inspiring. You're incredibly capable. You're a teacher. Like, you you definitely need to go and, and explore doing that. And for some reason, I just didn't want to dive into, like, group fitness instructing. And so I put it on the list because this person, an outside external person, told me what i should be doing they told me how i should lead my life they were telling me what they thought i could do instead of me sitting down and asking myself but do i want to do that and so i put it on the list because as a recovering or at the time continuous people pleaser and of course putting my value in other people again at the time if a boyfriend told me i needed to do something because they thought it would be amazing for me i was almost like perfect you just told me to jump how high and i this thing Of a teaching group fitness instructing came on my list every freaking month. And I never crossed that shit off because when we ended things, I realized I never wanted to do that. I never, ever wanted to go teach group fitness instructing classes. And I only ever wrote it there to make that person happy or to see me a certain way um, or to fulfill someone else's vision or expectation of how I should operate in life. And so it just made me realize like, no, no, no more of that. Like, the big goal, like, of course, you're going to need to do things you don't want to do. And going out to meet people and, and f- flexing the teaching that I love to do, like, that's definitely a passion for sure, even if it's hard. But if I would have done that, and I did, I, I, tr- I went to gyms, I did interviews, I hated every fucking second of it. And I did it anyway. And so that was why this post really resonated with me, because I have examples in life where me putting it off and I made all the excuses. I was like, oh, they didn't call me back or I couldn't I couldn't get there today. Like I should have known I should have known that I was not standing in my way because it was something I wanted to do, but rather because my gut was like, "Mm -mm, you're not doing this for the right reasons. You don't actually want this. So, that's definitely,
2: that's definitely the self-awareness piece, but I'm right. curious on a totally like kind of hilarious level. Where are you guys lazy?
0: Oh, where are we lazy? Yeah. Like what, it,
2: what, what is your laziness? Like let's, let's Mine share is the showering. Goods. Mine is showering. Raina's like, see <laughs> that as, messy soon bun? as that time comes.
1: I'm not It's, it's, <laughs>
0: What is that? My hygiene? My personal hygiene? (laughs) (laughs) She's lazy with personal hygiene. There's the embarrassing laziness. (laughs) That's not embarrassing. All of us are like that. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, and I think I'm like, that's all of my girlfriends are like, yeah, I'm not washing my hair today. shower. No, we're not showering today. Like, I think that's where I procrastinate, but mine is a little bit in my business, but then I like, that's where I'm like, well, I don't know if I agree with that video because I love what I do. It's just pieces of it that I don't love what I do, but big things like that, like your example, I don't know. I'm having a hard time kind of picturing
2: a similar example. What about you, Ellie? I don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking, well, showering. I mean, (laughs) you guys, Raina, Raina and I just traveled together and it was a huge deal from the moment that we woke up one day. Raina was like, I have to wash my hair today. And the whole day, every 30 minutes, every hour, Raina would check and be like, remember, I have to (laughs) wash my hair. And I was like, girl, I got you.
1: We'll make it what? happen. Did you wash but it, is it an event for you guys? Like for me, it's like, a Oh thing. yeah. Like it takes forever to shampoo and then to make sure I get my conditioner washed out and then to make
0: sure like it gets dry. And I, I'm just like,
2: well, I don't mm-hmm. think you're supposed to wash your hair all the time. Right. <laughs> you're not supposed right. to
0: wash it every day. My bestie just flew in from Montreal and both of us said to each other, you know, I love you because I washed my hair to come yes. see you. Yeah. And so both of us have really clean hair where really it's the messy bun situation that rain is rocking. Like, all the time or dry shampoos in there. or sometimes even just forego the dry shampoo, and you're like, it is what it is. The oil accumulation is here to stay. like
2: <laughs> you know but in the day-to-day stuff, I think that just owning your laziness in like a humorous way, like yeah. last night you guys, it was frozen pizzas for dinner. I was too lazy to cook anything and I cut up some, I cut up a little thing of cucumbers. So I felt not so guilty (laughs) and it was frozen pizzas and cucumbers. And I was like, I think we got all our bases covered. I was lazy last night and there (laughs) was a whole bunch of self-awareness attached to it where I was just deciding this is where I need to just take a load off.
1: But did we have a full episode about didn't we do that? Was that us? We had a full episode about the benefit of like allowing yourself to be lazy. Like thinking when was the last time we were actually border and lazy? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's it. And that's powerful too, because, you know, I think the guilt of not doing something or having cooked the elaborate meal is way less fun than just saying, you know what, fuck it tonight, this is what it is. And I'm self-aware enough to say that's okay. Like you're just, It's almost like you need to have that healthy dose of permission of saying, I don't constantly need to be striving or need to feel inspired or have to be pushing in all areas to advance my life in new ways, because that too can lead to burnout. And I was talking about that with, with my bestie yesterday, where, you know, we were saying that like highly anxious people can get into these spaces, can't they? Where they, you know, you can either completely shut down and maybe you're really anxious and people can view that as lazy potentially now that I think about it. Or it can really, that anxiety can push you to constantly needing to be do something. But in reality, maybe what you needed was to just chill the F out and not take it so seriously. Self-awareness. That self-awareness,
2: who knows? I I don't think I like lazy. I think it's just all negative and yucky and maybe- Maybe we just need to say it different. Like, I'm lazy. Like, maybe there needs to be I a I new- like saying the slow down. The yes. slow down.
1: The slow down. Because well, it's not a laziness. It's taking, okay, what do I need right now? And sometimes in that moment, we need to slow down. And we need to say, nope, I'm going to turn on Netflix. I'm going to watch for an hour. I'm just going to shut everything else off. My phone is down. You know what I mean? It's just like, sometimes, but I've, I've had to... I used to look at Chad who would disconnect and just like sit on the couch and be like, what a, what a lazy ass. Right. <laughs> right? But then what I'm a like,
2: lazy ass. But the ass.
1: moment I go internal and say, okay, why am I getting like angry that he's like sitting and slowing down and relaxing? It's that I saw it as lazy and I had this guilt around it of like, I can't sit because that's lazy.
2: <gasps>
0: that is, so, and that it, is making me think of Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed. Did either uh-huh. of you read that? Yes. 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 Where she explains how, you know, her partner would be relaxing on the couch And Glennon would come in and be like in a huff of like, oh, like must be nice, must be so nice to just sit there and watch TV. (laughs) And she and, you know, and they were basically and and it brought up for her that she was like, actually, wait a minute. Why? Why? Why am I looking at her like she's lazy just because she knows how to have a chill button? Oh, it's because all my life I've learned that if I don't perform and even outperform, then I'm not enough. Yeah. And I was like, I remember.
1: I remember sitting down on the couch and like, if I sat on the couch, I'd have to have my laptop, right? right. I'd have to be working while I watch TV so I could earn my- yes. Earn the rest so while working. Yes. Yeah. Oh. how We're so twisted, aren't we?
0: Well, you're distracted. But... You're not even resting. It's like yeah. pseudo resting. It's like you trying to trick yourself into thinking you actually took time to relax or do something different when in reality, you, you, you were too anxious to really actually commit to that.
2: Yeah. Well, I think that a big learning is going to come via self-awareness when you have a baby, Amanda, like, won't this be such a switch for you where we are taught to hustle and all this, we've, we've dissected all this, but if we talk about what Gary V is saying is there are things that you're going to like to do and not like to do. And I think when you have an extra element, like a new child, or you're pursuing a new job or whatever it is that you're doing, um, you have to be extra self-aware.
0: Yeah. Oh, definitely. I can already feel that. I mean, I'm, I'm in trimester three as we record this, you know, week 34, (laughs) creeping up on 35 and my body is definitely like, well, there mum to be like, you need to slow your F and roll because you're, you, you shouldn't be on a thousand percent go, go, go the entire way. You need to slow down and it's giving me the cues. And I'm definitely like, no, I can't possibly slow down because because I'm able and mobile, like I was literally telling my man the other day, like, sometimes I forget I'm pregnant. And, and and it's just because like, my mind is like, no, you can do that. And so I'm doing it, but then my body's like, no, you really can't. And so it's trying to make me, like you said, that word self-aware of being like, this is a season that you're allowed to be in and don't need permission either. And you're still inherently value, valuable, regardless of what you create during this time. And, and I thought that that was, it's something I'm working on. Work in progress forever.
2: <laughs> well, I think that everybody wants to know the big question, which is, are we doing a live episode as you're pushing out the baby? Yes.
0: Yes, yes. i mean hold the I camera. Mean, Fabulous. I, I, Fabulous. I already asked, and this is not even a joke. I already asked, can we set up a tripod when, when we come here to the hospital? We did like a a trip we did like a why we am I to, not surprised yeah like we need to do a yeah. time to trip to see how long it takes for us to get to the hospital and the nurse was like yeah yeah sure set it up whatever you need to set up I was like fuck yeah but you don't know how many tripods I have so get ready oh my god
1: <laughs> one in every corner. Yeah, them, yeah, though. yeah.
0: Um, so yes, I'll be live streaming for all those who want to tune into Rad. A lot. <laughs> oh my God. Check us out on is Facebook there, and Instagram.
2: <laughs> I am pivoting a bit, but it's, this is just my own curiosity. Is there mm. anything after you have the baby that you're like, oh my God, I can't wait. Like in all honesty, I couldn't wait to have a cocktail, like a mm. big three ounce like way more than normal, <laughs> yeah. like, like four ounce, half of a bottle poured into the thing. I wanted the big, big cocktail. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's going to taste so good. Is there something that you're like, I can't wait that I've kind of not been allowing myself to do during this time that you're as soon as that baby's out, you're gonna be like, baby bust this out. I,
0: I will say that I've been missing, um, like to have a cider, just like an apple cider. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's something that you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't drink a whole bunch, but I wouldn't mind if we go out to our pizza pasta nights to have the glass of red wine. Like I, I do miss being able to have the glass. Um, and of course, if you have had alcohol during your pregnancy, Um, you know, that it's, it's shown that if you have like a glass every once in a while, it's not the end of the world. I have chosen not to do so. And so for me, that was just a personal choice. And that is definitely something I can say I'm looking forward to is like a cider or something. Like my bestie arrived yesterday and I got her my favorite cider from BC, brewed in BC. Mm. Um, It's called No Boats on Sundays. Like if uh, if you can find a good cider. Yeah. And it's just when it's cold, cold and it's a beautiful day outside like holy shit i can't pretend like i'm not looking forward to that i really am yeah definitely a cider thinking i remember when i was pregnant and
1: we went to the movie theater and back then again i was like 18 19 and so i drank like pop all the like soda all the time we'd go to the movie theater and my ex-husband wouldn't let me have the soda he would only give me the ice cubes to suck on them because he didn't want me to have caffeine
0: Oh, oh my, my God. gosh. So I
2: remember
1: having like a pop after I had, I'm just like, guh, 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 guh. like <laughs> chug, chugging down all the caffeine because we were like, you can't have caffeine when you're, pre-, you know, Right. all these things. So. Bryna, yeah. I know this
0: was a while ago for you, like legit 18 years old, but what was the first thing you ate after, like what was, cause what was the first thing you ate after you gave birth? And Ali, what was the same thing for you? What were like the first things you had? I can't even tell you. No? I can't even remember back
1: think back Ugh. to it
0: because I ate everything when I
1: was I was so young like I I'd make three hot dogs and like cut up slices Ugh. of cheese and just like non-stop be just like choking down hot dogs and cheese I had zero restrictions when it came to food I wasn't I didn't eat I think you can't have like is it like super high fish mercury stuff you yeah like there's you- that kind of stuff so yeah. I didn't eat any of that obviously but He was very much, like, the researcher and was like, you can't have caffeine, you can't have this, you can't have that. And so I just clearly remember, like, sucking on ice cubes in the movie theater, being like, I can't fucking wait to have pot.
0: Oh, my God. And Ali, what about you? What was the first thing (laughs) you had?
2: I will never, I mean, you know, late... If you had a home birth, I'm sure you were eating your own, you know, cooked food, but I did all my things in the hospital and I know that the apple juice in the hospital is the most glorious tasting Mm, juice. I just was like, can I get some more apple juice? (laughs) And they also in you know, where Amanda and I live, Uh, I think you're giving birth there too at BC women's hospital, which is just uh, world famous shout out. They are just (laughs) wonderful. They have like toast and peanut butter stations. And I think I had like five toasts and peanut butter and I just, I was like an apple juice. And I thought this was the most delicious thing, but you know, I think that it's so interesting because again, like how fast do we lose these memories and going mm, back perfect. to, you know, what, what we were talking about at the beginning with Gary Vee and saying, you know, be self-aware of the things that you like and what you don't like. When you look at those things, sometimes my memories are only revolving around the things that I didn't like. Do you guys mm. ever find that? Like, like, instead of having all these glorious memories, sometimes I have a lot of memories of the things that I didn't like. And I wonder if that's part of my self-awareness process where I need to start, you know, just highlighting more of the good stuff.
0: What do you mean by things that you remember things that you didn't
2: like? Like, do you mean specifically to motherhood? Oh, Oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about like, even, um, you know, he's saying if, if you don't like something, like I really struggled in math. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I really struggled in it. So, by Gary V's perspective, I should be self-aware enough to know that maybe that isn't my forte. But to me, math is not my thing. When it's fifty percent off, I'm like, is that half? Um, (laughs) But 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 the. I'm the one that has to ask
1: for uh, that had to ask for help leaving tips. You're like, move the decimal, and I'm like, Uh, which decimal? You
2: know, I'm like, what? we did. We did. So maybe my math did, did come, come to fruition for you and me in traveling. But uh, for me, like what I think back when people go, Oh, how was high school? What I'm talking about is like, I play a very negative memory about my struggles with math instead of like, well, I also really thrived in sports and the arts, right? Sometimes I go to that lazy memory before I go to the strong. Does that make any sense? I don't know if you guys have that. It yeah. does. And and I think that that's also normal. And it
0: actually makes me think of something that um, my man and I were talking about literally yesterday morning, we just completed our um, birthing course, it's been six weeks of three and a half hour classes once a week, like we've put in time, energy, effort, we've done homework every week, all for baby prep. And on the very last class, there was a section where, um, in the book, you know, one, like a mother was giving her um, perspective on the day of the day of birth. And she was saying like, what if, instead of saying, what if this goes wrong? Like with your, what ifs, what if you say, what if this goes wrong? What if shit hits the fan? What if it doesn't go the way that I want? What if this needs to happen when I didn't want that this or that If what if instead you said, what if it all goes really great? What if it all goes super well? What if, Every part of, of this is going to be the most expansive experience of my life, no matter what happens. What if I'm actually really good at going with the flow when things aren't according to my plan, like that kind of thing. And I think what you're saying makes me think of that because we tend to err on the side of negativity out of complete auto habits like we we just go there and so you know Ali I can definitely agree if I'm thinking back to high school there's a lot of shit that I'm thinking oh god that was the worst or I wish I had I didn't dress that way or there's even interactions I can remember so vividly I would change what I what I would have said you know like that definitely pops up for me but there's so much beyond that of, of, of what if I say what if that was one of the most transformative times in my life that helped me, you know, have, have a bestie that I'm still besties with. And she's here right now while I'm pregnant, you know, like there's a lot of stuff that I I think we just innately do to protect ourselves. And one of them is to think of, well, if we think about the bad things we can remember not to do them again, but what if we thought about the good things and retrained our brain? Mm
1: -hmm. We focus on that 20%, not the 80% that we're really Uh. good at. Right. Like, I remember going, we've talked about that, I think so much, even after like the beginning of this year and last year, it's like we're programmed to go, Oh, but that 20% that I fucked up on, you know, or didn't do good at or whatever versus saying, but like, look what we've accomplished. Look what we have done. Look what we have gone through and you know, that kind of thing.
0: Well, same thing for how the last year has been, you know, there, I'm not at all going to insinuate that there was not difficult moments and challenges and really testing trials and tribulations over the last, I mean, couple, like over a year at this point. But what if you looked at it and said, what are some of the cool things that I did? What if I focused instead on, well, I started doing this, or I dropped this habit, or I actually created this new friendship thanks to lockdown, or maybe I called my parents more than I ever have since we couldn't travel to see each other or maybe I saved up a lot of money because we couldn't travel or like what if you looked at some of the positives and said maybe it wasn't so bad in every way and lifted
2: yourself up with changing how you look at it you know I love that I'm all here for a per- perspective change anytime and that's what I was going to challenge is you know do you ever take these things I would be interested you know maybe Gary V. Can answer this one day for us but like Gary. what is <laughs> Gary Gary um, mm. but at what point do you use this self awareness identify your lazy points take that as knowledge and then challenge them
0: well that's a great question that I was hoping we, we could get into as well one of the comments mentions this where they say Listen, Gary, like, I think for the most part that that's true. Like, like there can be times when that's definitely true. But I also think that if you're being quotations lazy, it could be because you want to do it, but you're scared that you won't succeed. And it's almost Mm -hmm. like you're scared uh, that you won't succeed, A, or that you're even scared. What if you did? What if you did succeed at the thing you've been putting off? What if I had pursued that thing on the list that even though I didn't put it on my list, maybe it had been something I pursued and I crushed it. Right? So it's like, could, could your procrastination not be a, self, a method of self-sabotage just because you're afraid of, holy shit, what if I do blow this up? What if it does go really well? Maybe it just needs to be a gut check. And when
1: you feel that procrastination, you say, is this me being lazy because I don't want to do it? Or is this me being lazy because I need more direction or I'm fearful of something? And Ooh, the power of journaling.
2: and I'm. Oh my that. God. Huh? Oh my God. I was just <laughs> going to say, this is all a brain dump for a journal session. Yeah. Literally, I was just mm. going to say that. Yeah. Have you ever this-
0: done that? Would you Would you guys say that you've ever literally put something off because you were so afraid of your expansion? of how- Raina's oh. hand shot up. Right I'm up. like yeah. raising my hand. Yeah. Oh my and God, I, mean, I yeah. can't
1: even give the specifics, but it's just like over these last two years, I mean, so much has shifted where... There's been so much unknown that you're like if I go all into this what's going to happen. You know what I mean and I think that can be
2: very scary sometimes for people. You guys, I think that everyone like thinks about that anything from, you know, becoming a parent, is this my right partner? Should mm-hmm. I uh, go to university or post secondary? I remember putting off I know doing what Oh, like going to a university, you know, <laughs> uh, but like, I remember even, um, putting off doing a triathlon because I didn't want to swim in the open water. Oh my God. Right? But did you, did you? Of swim course. The, oh, yes, yeah. I did. Of course. Oh my so God. like, so I think that there's a greater level of accomplishment, not necessarily like decide you want to be a mom. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, when you do a gut check and say, "Uh, is this fear driven? What do I really want? What do I really want? I think that becoming self-aware is a full-time journey.
0: Right. (laughs) Yeah. um, Like I, I, do you ever really get there?
2: Oh God, no, I'm not even like, I'm Uh -uh. still, I'm still fooling myself every day. I'm like, no, that's (laughs) not what I want. Like I'm always in, I'm fooling. And, um, but it's interesting because, I think that this whole discussion does come back to what we're, we're really kind of pinpointing is get to know yourself. Yeah. What you guys say, get to know yourself, yep. take the time. And I think that as we take the time to journal or whatever your process is, go for a walk, listen to yourself. When you feel icky or your tummy is off or you feel like a weight on your shoulders, that all is information that your body is trying to tell you. And it's your job to dissect it and to be disciplined enough. Yes. To get curious because it may feel icky, but that icky might just be fear. It may feel this and it might be something else. So really take the time to kind of dig through it. What, what do you guys think? What's the next move that somebody would do? Oh
0: man, I think it's hard. Uh, actually, no, hold on. I want to suck those words back into my face. (laughs) It's not hard. Yeah. I don't think it's hard. (laughs) I, I think it's, actually such a, a an honor like over the last few years and it, okay maybe it doesn't make it hard maybe it's not yes or no maybe it's both maybe it's both of these things where that can be challenging to look in the mirror but you know, yesterday my man was showing me a photo. Will pu- pulled out a photo. It was like this graphic of all of your life in years. And basically we're a third of the way through if we're going to live to 90 at this point, right? And you look at that and you think to yourself, shit, I, I have a very finite amount of time here. So as scared as it makes me to do that self-reflection or to or or to be lazy day in and day out, it's like, look at that and then question You don't have like you don't have an infinite amount of time here. Why not make the most of those little circles on uh, that mark uh, your life that actually make you realize that when you're two thirds of the way through it, like sixty years old, you're going to be like, "Shit, I wish I had done that when I was thirty something."
2: Oh, I I agree in spades because time is what what is that Jesse Itzler says it's like. Time is our biggest commodity. Like this is the one thing that's that we good. should really be maxing out on. And so going back to where we started, let's bring, let's bring it a full 360 here. Let's guys, do it. Guys, let's go back to self-reflection, self-awareness, laziness. What are your trigger points? Where is where can you go? How do I get to know myself a little bit better? And that's what we're here at RAD to kind of dissect and talk about. And I don't know about you guys, but man, this is therapy each week for me with you girls. So <laughs> I I show up and feel a little bit lighter every time I listen or engage with this. So you guys, that'll be a hundred dollars. Yeah, hundred exactly. <laughs> I'm going to send everybody their, their checks weekly. Yeah. Uh, but if you like this episode, if you have a comment about Gary V, shoot us a message. We love going through our DMS and, you know, if you have a topic you want us to dive into next week, shoot us a message also. Um, we are so excited for this one to come out and for you guys to, you know, get a little deeper in your self-awareness and until next time, share, like, and subscribe. See you next week, Rad.